0: Coming up, John Morant carries the Grizzlies and Fred Van Fleet leads the way for the Raptors. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now everybody. You are listening to Locked On Now, NBA local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from Tuesday in basketball. Last night's biggest game didn't feature any big markets, but it was the only game between teams above 500 from the day in Cleveland.
1: The biggest game.
0: The Memphis Grizzlies didn't get the same team effort last night as their win earlier in the week, but their star was still just as dominant in getting Memphis another victory. This one in Cleveland. Locked on Grizzlies tells you how Jock took over.
1: The Memphis Grizzlies simply keep finding ways to win. Sean Coleman here with the Locked on Grizzlies podcast. The thing about it is, is that Memphis tonight in a second straight game in which they were able to pull off a victory, on the road against a top five team in the East. It wasn't like last night when they beat the Nets. It wasn't Ja Morant and Desmond Bang combining for 65 points. It wasn't Ja going off for 40. It wasn't the offensive rebounds. It wasn't the ability to create steals and an elite, you know, average or anything like that. Tonight, the Grizzlies didn't play their best game, but Ja was able to get it done in the closing minutes. But tonight, what stood out, Jaron being able to come back and get have his best offensive game in, uh, in, in a month or so, hitting shots from three. The bench producing great minutes. Zaire Williams having an excellent effort in his return to action. Once again for the third straight game, it was Brandon Clark as well as Tyus Jones who were able to, stand, uh, who were able to step up and help out the scoring. A trademark of a sustainable winner is being able to have the resourcefulness to win in many different ways. And even with some of the Grizzlies' best players out, not only is their depth once again showing, but the improvement that that depth has made, both individually and as a team, is what allows for this Grizzlies team to have so many ways it can win ball games. now, even compared to earlier this year. A great win for this Grizzlies team. They're sixth in a row. Another convincing win against a very formidable opponent in the Cleveland Cavaliers. A great game overall against two of the NBA's best young cores. We'll have this said much more on the post-game edition of the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.
0: Locked on Cavs was on site to see Cleveland take the loss to Memphis on Tuesday and has the recap from the losing sideline.
2: Hey everyone, Evan Damerle here, co-host of Locked on Cavs in-house at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse after the Cleveland Cavaliers' 110-106 lost to the Memphis Grizzlies. This might have been a frustrating loss for Cavs fans, especially with the no-call on John Moran to close things out. But if you look at it as a glass half full, The NBA is in a really good place considering that Cleveland and Memphis are not glamour markets and they both have two of the most fun, exciting, and talented young up-and-coming teams in the league. Hear about this in some more on tomorrow's Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.
0: The Toronto Raptors got out to an early lead and built on it throughout, mainly on the back of a 33-point night from Fred Van Fleet, which stands out as our best performance. The best
1: performance. Hold
0: up, hold up, hold up.
1: That Fred
2: VanVleet guy is pretty good. I'm Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Toronto Raptors 129-104 win over the San Antonio Spurs on Tuesday night in Toronto to move back to 500 at 17 and 17. First time they've been at 520 games time. And the takeaway from this one is that Fred VanVleet continues to put in a very legitimate all-star worthy season for this Toronto Raptors team with 33 points in this one in just three quarters you, He did not have to play the fourth because the Raptors ran the Spurs off the floor, but in those three quarters, he had 33 points and now he is over 30 points in four of his last five games, averaging 31.4 a game in that time. And he just continues to be an incredible player for this Raptors team. And the terrifying thing for everybody else is that Van Vliet is only getting better now that the Raptors have achieved full health. He doesn't have to create every time down the floor anymore he's always been at his best when he's off the ball leveraging his own spacing and shooting ability and now he's getting to do that with pascal siakam playing out of his mind as a playmaker scotty barnes had eight assists tonight and continues to get a lot of responsibility with the ball in his his hands those guys are essentially the backup point guards right now and they're setting van vliet up when they play with him as well so it's not just his on ball craft that is getting them there he is now doing it with his off ball threat and space and the sort of leverage and gravity. That he provides the Raptors on the perimeter. It's a really, really good time for the Raptors right now. They've now won three in a row, and if you take out the two games they played last week where they were completely COVID stricken, they're eight and two in their last real and last ten real NBA games. So this Raptors team continues to round into form. Back at five hundred with Fred VanVleet very much leading the way. I'll have more broken down on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Raptors. So
0: the New York Knicks held on at home to beat the Indiana Pacers last night and are locked on. Knicks host tells you why this win brought back some happy memories of last year's Knicks team. Hey
3: everyone, Alex Wolf from Locked On Knicks here, and the Knicks win 104 to 94 over the Indiana Pacers. First off, went on their home floor. That's always a great thing because it's not a guaranteed thing anymore. Second off, this you know the Pacers might have been shorthanded. There may have been two guys. Uh, named Sykes in Washington that went off against them that you probably have never heard of before today uh, that started in the backcourt for the Pacers. But the important things to take away from this game, you know, the Pacers still had DeMontis Sabonis. They still had Miles Turner. They still were a dangerous team in this game. And yet Julius Randle and RJ Barrett both put their feet on the gas. Both had huge performances for the Knicks. Both scored over 30 for the first time in the same game uh, as teammates and in either their careers, quite frankly. Uh, and you know, they just played fantastic, you know, other than maybe one or two culprits, (laughs) Evan Fournier, uh, they managed to put together a really solid team effort on both ends of the ball. Even when the shots weren't falling, the Knicks were playing great defense and it really, this game felt more like a game from last year than pretty much any game this season, which is, about as high of praise as you can say, because the Knicks last year obviously were so entertaining and such a fun team on any given night. So we'll have more to talk about on Locked on Knicks, your daily New York Knicks podcast.
0: The Pacers kept pace with the Knicks for most of the night, but went cold shooting late to let the game get away. Locked on Pacers is here to explain.
4: The Pacers are 14-24, 10 games under five hundred now. After losing to the Knicks, 104-94 score does not really tell the story of this game. It was close almost the whole time, although the Knicks did pull it away in the fourth quarter. The Pacers just could not take the lead in the second half. They could chip at it and chip at it. They got it as close as three. They got it to one in the fourth quarter, but the Knicks just ran away with it down the stretch. Pacers only scored three points in a five-minute stretch in the fourth quarter as the Knicks got their lead. Into double figures for the win on the Pacers' side. Some invisible performances from starters. Miles Turner only five points in 32 minutes. Justin Holiday had three points in over 20 minutes. They got good contributions from some replacement players. Demontis Sabonis at least kind of controlled some of the offense when he was in the game, but. They had a lot of guys who just didn't step up when they needed it. And for a team that has so many guys out, they need better performances from those guys. And they're 10 games under five hundred now. They're on a five-game losing streak. Their longest of the season Pacers need a jolt very badly. We'll break it all down and more on the Locked On Pacers podcast.
0: The Phoenix Suns looked as good as they have all season in beating the Pelicans last night. But New Orleans didn't make it especially difficult for Phoenix. Our Locked On Pelicans host tells us how another poor shooting night took New Orleans out of this game.
5: Bad defense and shooting sinks the Pelicans against the Phoenix Suns. I'm Jake Madison, host of the Locked On Pelicans podcast and Locked On NBA. The Pelicans lost to the Phoenix Suns 123-110 Tuesday night in a game that looked eerily similar to their loss the night before against the Utah Jazz. Brandon Ingram is still very clearly rusty and returning from his Achilles soreness, shooting just 5 of 18 for 16 points. As a whole, the team struggled to put the ball in the hoop, 40% from the field, 30% from three. Just that alone is going to mean you're going to struggle in any NBA. game. Now factor in the Phoenix Sun shot 54% from both the field and from three, and it's a minor miracle New Orleans managed to cut this one to one possession in the fourth quarter. They fight hard under Willie Green, just without a guy like Zion Williamson, they're, they're outmanned against some of the top teams in the West. So until they get him back, this is what it might look like for New Orleans for a little bit. So I'll have more from this game and on what's next for New Orleans over at the Locked On Pelicans podcast.
0: That's a wrap for us. Thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. For more on the association and your favorite team, make your second listen, Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked On Now NBA. Locked on your team every day.